I am indeed, of course, cheapest was a battle royal to the end, and I suppose more than anything else, the uh, Bantry had uh, they had whipped the, the, the whip out of our hand and they were driving hard and, uh, in that second half. Um, I, 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 I would also be ready to say that we left at least one, one three or one four after us in the first half. But, and we were, we were a bit concerned about that at half-time, that we didn't punish them more. But when Bantry roared into the game and they got the start to the second half, I think my memory is pretty good, they got three frees and they got a, they got a point from static kick and a couple of points from play. And, um, you know, they're, 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 we, we didn't let them in for, for, for too many goals. And when Dean put, it, put the ball in the net, then it started to change the game in their favour. Um, they, they, Bantry were... We were still kicking the odd point, you know, to keep in touch, but we needed to get more scores. And by the way, we missed we missed a couple of good goal chances, but I suppose with Dan O'Dinin's goal early in the game, it sort of it um, we sort of I don't know did we ease off or we turned they began to dominate at midfield, and uh, then it gave them a huge platform to attack. And they're very Bantry are very dangerous when they attack. They move the ball very slick. And, and fast, much the same as ourselves now. But did it come as a shock, John? Like when Dano got the goal, you were six up, and suddenly everything started to go wrong in, in nearly in every line of the field. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Is that once the, we got the the six points up, uh, obviously the players aren't used to being that far ahead in a very important game. Um, it, t- I think we sat in our on our, on our haunches for a small bit, and uh, um, we just didn't have the cut and trust. But I will say one thing: when Bantry started to get their 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 mittens around the ball, they were certainly certainly dangerous, and they capitalised big time and young Cronin there and uh, Coakley Dean these guys they were kicking points for fun but in a way to your credit like he never panicked no that is one thing that I've worked really really hard with them and uh, this year because we had a game one against Cantork last year two points up with a, a minute to go in, in time and we lost we firstly Cantork equalised and secondly, after extra time, we were a pint up again and it turned over. So we really worked hard on that and going down the stretch. And uh, in going down the stretch, you've got to be composed and take your simple scores. And uh, we didn't panic. We stayed at it. And I t- also would have to say that the four subs we brought in were massive, made a massive difference. They gave us legs. They gave us impetus. They gave us link play. And, uh, of course, Shane Deneen, then he popped over a couple of pints there for us which was uh, badly needed but you know we had a couple of we had a couple of goal chances as well that we we passed up on but look that did happen on another day you've taken the words out of my mouth i was about to ask you about inspired substitutions like Shane O'Dinine. i know you brought other guys on as well but his contribution was immense it was, and, and, and so was Darren McLaughlin, Mike Desmond, you know, these guys. Uh, I've always believed that, you know, if you develop a team, and which this is the development we've done from last year, is that last year we didn't have a backup. We didn't have a backup off, off, the, off the bench. We've worked really hard, played a lot of the younger players on the, the bench during the league, and now when, the, when it mattered most, we were able to bring in three or four players who are very good footballers and could easily have started on the team and they did the finished job for us. I suspect you were a relieved man when uh, Cormac Deneen blew the full-time whistle. I was. I thought he was going to have given another play and uh, I was very worried about it because they had got a... 
uh, Conor Dinian had a fine game now, but I, I just thought that I got a few handy frees that we had to work really hard for ours. But look, that's that's the way the game goes, like you know. But when he did blow it, I think our lads were around the ball. He was stifled. He was. We were tackling really, really strong. Wit, good, and very, very good um, uh, tackling. No fouling. And once we stopped fouling there in the last few minutes or the last ten minutes, I would say. Uh, Bantry's impetus sort of waned a bit and we got on top at midfield and we began to attack ourselves and when the party is over after this weekend it's back training the Munster Club in a couple of weeks time now officially you have home advantage with our home means in your own uh, lovely pitch in Kilnamarta or some other venue I know you have a stand that's a requirement for the Munster Council but obviously it's something to look forward to in a couple of weeks' time. One of the reasons I came to Kilnamatra was that they have a wonderful, beautiful pitch, absolutely pristine pitch that you can train a team on, work all your skills, play a good open field, and I'd be hoping that that game would be in Kilnamatra. And anyway, further down the road for a small Musgrave village, Gaeltic village, it's senior football in 2024. That's correct. They've been looking forward to it for a long time and, you know, they deserve it because they've worked a re- really, really hard. Kilnamatra is all about football, football and more football. And there's no other distractions and everybody rose in behind them. And that's a great environment to be involved in.